now listening to Hex Grid Heroes Podcast Network. For sci-fi, Pokemon, high fantasy, or horror, check us out wherever you get podcasts and online at hexgridheroes.com. Okay, and we are back with the Taraxian Knights story arc of Hexgrid Heroes. Last time, Occam and Rhapsody met up with a uh, lovely woman in charge of the stables of the Kimura Garrison and were given mounts to uh, charge across the plains of the Allied territories in search for this wayward Eoxian scientist. After a brief uh, hit or miss as far as uh, animal handling went, the three are charging along the plains as the, the day starts to wind down. We are now a few hours later. The uh, sun is starting to set now. Dusk is approaching and the three of them are still doing their best to uh, maintain composure on these mounts. Hey, I was doing that. I was doing pretty well. I was not the problem. No, you weren't. I was the problem. I, actually, I was as, the one who couldn't roll above like a six. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, as uh, let's start off with uh, survival checks to uh, see how you're doing as the as the day starts to wind down. These animals have you. I've had you on their backs for a few hours now. Let's see. Uh, 23. And and this oh, time, right. knowing that the saddles give us a bonus. Yes, uh, this time, yes. Thank you, Sean. Uh, uh, the uh, riding saddles give you a plus four bonus to your survival checks. Oh, then 27. Very nice. Sean? Uh, 15. Okay. Yeah, you are able to uh, maintain your pace and uh, place on these saddles. I was kicking myself so hard after we ended. And I'm like, it's right there. I had the tab open, but I'm like, I didn't need to look at the saddles. I know there are saddles. <laughs> I said there were saddles. Good one. Passed on. Uh, so yeah. As you're... Yeehaw, motherfucker. Yep. Just one second. Uh, so yeah, you both uh, are a, I guess I should give one for uh, Addy Star is the name of the stable master. The, uh, the gravity dwelling human, very big, Burly, powerful woman is uh, riding alongside you. And uh, sound off. What mounts were you on? Uh, like a, a dinosaur. Wooly pen. I think yes. it's called a big old yes. lizard. Yeah. Uh, Akim was on a uh, the Wally pad, the eight-legged beast of burden. It's a caterpillar uh, walrus. Yeah. Just uh, yeah. Very, very pretty. There and there'll be uh, pictures in the show description of all these animals again. But yeah, you were in this white-furred, eight-legged, six-eyed beast of burden. Rhapsody is uh, riding on the uh, Shodalashu, the Castrovelian magical lizard, which we learned uh, the the cute pet name for Shoto. Uh, what was the anime uh, term for that, Sean? Um, sh- Shota. Uh, which... Shota. Which I, I learned yesterday doesn't actually mean young boy; it means virgin. Whatever. Rhapsody is not concerned <laughs> with the sexual orientation of this lizard. No, uh, but she may be worrying about the sexual orientation of the stable master. Yeah. <laughs> Who is a, a fiery-haired, uh, tattooed woman of Kamora who is riding on a Pachycephalosaurus, a reptilian dinosaur with a bone crest skull 
and the three of them were just charging across this this plane as the sun starts to set as time is going by you guys are traveling west towards the jungles and it's going to be some time before you get anywhere near uh there but right now you are searching for the three explorers that high commander chera sent out uh the day before give me perception checks as you guys are riding along an 18. Okay. I made the most average of rolls and got a 14. Okay. Uh, and unfortunately, Addie is uh, attending, to, monitoring your both, both of your progress, and she's uh, too absorbed in making sure that Occam isn't uh, bucked off and trampled. That uh, she, do- she doesn't quite notice <laughs> this. But uh, Rhapsody, definitely, you... Uh, you you with your uh, lovely android ears, you you hear the sounds of commotion coming from the north. Oh, well, she just like turns it, that way, like she does. She doesn't hesitate. Okay. That commotion means she might get to fight. Hey, Don, are the sounds low? Uh, yes, uh, they they aren't too low, but uh, with with so the stomping, she hears some locomotion. Shut up. <laughs> that one's good i'm not even mad at that one at all that was actually good i didn't even think of that one i thought you were gonna do some weird uh dubstep bullshit but this was <laughs> this was worth it thank you uh, uh from the north you uh hear the uh, telltale sounds of a uh, gunfire oh yeah she's going that way like she's not even gonna hesitate she just turns the beast and goes okay uh seeing you peel away uh, Addie looks over to you. Rhapsody, what are you doing? There's a fight, darling. I don't miss a fight. She just shrugs, uh, spurs the animal, and uh, charges uh, forward. Akim, are you going to follow? I. Uh, yes, I am going to follow. But okay. I. Th- this is a. Uh, if there's a fight, he's going to trust more in his own legs than than that of the animal. I guess. This so he's going to jump an, off and run. I think this poses an important question, Don. Is mounted <laughs> combat a thing? It is. There are rules for it. I can pull those up. They, they are, they're mostly all survival checks is okay. uh, what they are. So I'm just going to have those at the ready. So uh, Akim is going to hop off of his uh, beautifully bred Wally Ped and uh, run alongside. So this, he is just charging forward, running. Um, Addie's going to keep going and follow the direction. She's going to take your lead, Rhapsody, and she's going to dig, uh, reach down and dig out of a saddlebag a pair of uh, binoculars and uh, toss them to you. Okay. Do I need to make some kind of check to catch them? Uh, yeah, it can be just a real, real easy reflex. All right. Let's see. She is an she's an experienced Where traveler. Oh, over here. My reflex is plus two. So, oh, I rolled a seventeen. So okay, yeah, yeah. You definitely catch this in one hand as you have the other still gripping the rein, and uh, you uh, peer through there. And as you're fiddling with the the dials on these macro binoculars, um, give me perception check. Uh, okay, so 12 plus, where is it? Three, so 15. 
Okay, you'll get another plus four because of these macro binoculars, and you see a uh, a large golden robot uh, among the wreckage of a cruiser firing into it. This uh, this robot is a uh, 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 sparks are flying from some of its joints, but it is it it looks like a uh, trying to find a way to describe this. It's basically the the Dweamer guards in uh, Skyrim, the yes. the, the rolly one. Yes, it's it's got this uh, gyroscopic ball, and on top of this ball is the torso, arms, and head of this uh, golden uh, robot, and it's uh, firing weapons into the uh, wreckage. Can I tell what it's firing at? You can't. You just see that it is okay. uh, just just laying into this thing, and you. Uh, you you zoom in and these uh, micro binoculars pick it up. You can tell from that you got a good enough score that uh, this thing has a, a shield on it, uh, a, a force field shield. But that's all you just see it just just blasting away into the wreckage. Okay, um, she will probably call back to Occam and be like, uh, "Darling, we got a bot up here. Got a force field shield around it." Uh, is this going to be like a bubble shield or is it like a like a skin shield. You don't know because all I told you was it was a force field shield. Just I don't know if the terminology would make a difference. Um, no, it is like... uh from the weapon itself. Uh, I'm just gonna tell you, you know, hand waving is coming through <laughs> Rhapsody that uh, this this weapon seems to be projecting this shield. Okay. All right, let's see if we can get in there faster. And he'll actually kind of like hop up and grab onto the Wally pet again. Mm-hmm. And he's going to uh, do his full round uh, charge up for his, his portals. And then he's just going to toss one as far ahead as he can okay. uh, at, at that point and uh, toss one in front of Rhapsody. You are probably about 150 feet away from this right now. I forget, what's the distance uh, on your portals? Uh, 100 feet plus 10 feet per level, I think. So let me double check just to make sure. Mm -hmm. 100 feet plus 10 feet per uh, level I possess. So we're level, level three, so 130 three. feet? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, uh, and you're popping it right now? No, it's it pops at the beginning of my next turn. Okay. Uh, so you, what does this look like? Let me ask that. Does this look like, are you... Uh, Doing some somatic components to, uh... um, not really. He's basically just charging up power for it. Um, it's not his gather power, so it doesn't make the huge like swirling vortex of random crap. It's mm -hmm. just something like he can open them slower, uh, and not take burn. Mm -hmm. But so, you're not like like, like hand like, to your cult. hand to your temple or anything or anything like that. No, I think more like uh two of his hands like come out and like the energy coalesces around him and he's like gripping it and like straining against it like he's pulling on it gotcha okay so that's what this looks like and luckily you still have two hands uh to operate your wally ped <laughs> as you guys are uh thundering down uh another six seconds pass and your portal is uh good to open up and so i i rip them and uh, put one as close to the bot and one as close to Rhapsody as possible. 
Okay. Uh, Rhapsody, this portal opens up immediately in front of you. You just duck down and or just. I'll let you tell um, me what you do. Like, I, I think that she would just like on stay on her mount and charge through it. She's okay. like she's used to these, and it probably doesn't enter her mind that this mount is not. <laughs> Okay, uh, so you charge forward uh, a split second behind you, uh, Addie. What the hell is that? She saw my portal last time. Oh yeah, remember I, I pissed no, off. Yeah, the yeah, I forgot that you did the portal. I've been editing the next posting episode, and there was none <laughs> of this. So you're right. Uh, hold um, on. Yep. Oh, he's answering the door. Oh, I'm guessing maybe your bacon showed up. Here. Yeah, my bacon's probably here. Fuck yes. But yeah, Rhapsody, she ain't scared of these portals and she ain't got like she ain't got a clue that this animal might react bad so she mm -hmm. would just charge straight through it because okay. that's what her does as runs to a fight. Okay, uh, Addie, uh, seeing this portal pop open kind of exasperatedly sighs, grips her reins and uh, <laughs> uh, hunkers down a little bit into the, the seat of this saddle and goes through and uh Akim will pop out and upon exiting this portal uh I need the three of you well yeah me and you two need to do survival checks to uh rein in these animals that just ran through portals that they were not oh uh 25 with the saddle bonus okay and we will just pause just a moment and while we're paused, here's a little taste of another project that I'm working on called Sons of the Fathers, a Call of Cthulhu TTRPG game set in a world where Earth is occupied by a race of aliens called the Thera. I play Hilliard Cordova, a reporter who is wrapped up in a conspiracy of sorts and in a frantic escape from the city of Savannah, Georgia. I found this Theron black box. I thought you might want to take a look at it. She hands over a clear rectangle sheet of uh, black glass with smooth edges. Oh, wow. This is really cool. Where did you get that? You shouldn't have that. I found it on a Theron ship that crashed. Maybe I could take it to a friend? I would use the word friend lightly. Misha walks over to a small filing cabinet that's next to his bed, and he takes a key from around his neck. He um, unlocks the cabinet and he pulls out two black cases, which are both marked with Theron symbols. As you place it down, it instantly lights up. You know what this means, right? This could be the chance we've been looking for. That doesn't sound good. Sons of the Fathers is a sci-fi horror podcast using the 7th edition Call of Cthulhu role-playing system. It is a Necropodicon original, and our first episode premieres on the 1st of March, 2020. We advise that the show isn't for children, but is great for those who revel in hapless protagonists facing ever-increasing bad odds. Sons of the Fathers. Boundless space. Endless horror. Necropoticon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen.
I'm back. Okay. Uh, yeah, survival check, uh, Akim, as you come forth from this portal on top of this animal who uh, isn't as familiar with them as you. I get plus four, right? Mm -hmm. Plus four because of the uh, the saddle. Nine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, upon exiting out, uh, Rhapsody just charges forth, no momentum lost. Uh, immediately after her, Addy comes out a little wobbly, and she is bucked, thrown from her uh, pachycephalosaurus. And Akim, as you come out, you are as well. Uh, give me an acrobatics check as you tumble to, this, to the ground. Oh, fucking shit. Why are you so unlucky these past two <laughs> sessions, Akim? Why? <laughs> oh. That's plus six. So nine. I rolled a three. Unfortunately, that was not quite enough. Uh, so you uh, fall down, and this, this ground, it's uh, midwinter for uh, the planet of Triaxis, and in the frost, you kind of slid mm -hmm. and slide on your ass for uh, just a, a couple feet. But uh, Addie got a nat 20, so when she bucked, she immediately, her, her training kicked in, and she tuck and rolled and uh, is uh, at her feet, battle bow drawn as she uh, climbs, as she uh, ascends to her feet, and she is uh, basically just Hawkeye. Just ready to go, and she has a battle bow out. I'm just like, like ass get across the ground, all four hands like behind me, like <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> like I think Rhapsody would come through, sword drawn, and mm -hmm. just pull up to this thing with the sword pointed at it, and try an intimidation check to tell it to stand down. Uh, okay, uh, yeah. So the portal did open you up right to the. Uh, outer area of this wreckage and it is right there not 10 feet away from you as you come barreling out and it cease fires turns around to the sounds of the galloping and the swearing from the kasatha all citizen you are interfering with avatar core official business please cease actions fuck that guy <laughs> this, this, this gold-plated robot turns to you Citizen, please, discontinue your use of profanity. I am no citizen, darling. I am Knight Lieutenant Rhapsody, and I've told you to stand down. I am seeking justice for wrongs done to the Avatar Corps. What brings you to my location? The fact that you are firing weapons in the middle of nowhere. My shuttle was destroyed by pirates. I am seeking to apprehend said assailant. Are you with them, or are you with Avatar Corps? I do not see any pirates. Uh, <laughs> Just like, because you're not looking behind you. <laughs> she is aware of the reason she doesn't see any pirates. Uh, give me a diplomacy check, because you aren't lying. Uh, oh, I get a minus one for this. <laughs> uh, so, 11. Uh, so the, the robot turns the rest of its body towards you and its arms lower. I am seeking an individual that destroyed Avatar Core property. If you are not among the pirates involved, I would ask you on behalf of the corporation to turn around and go about your business. We'll see, darling. I might do that except for the fact that you're trying to take a person's life in exchange for a little property damage, and that does not sound like justice to me. 
This thing is, uh, arm, its uh, arms are down. These are non-lethal weapons used to subdue, not murder. So as this thing, uh, it, it rolls forward right up to Rhapsody, and uh, as it turns around and moves away, a, uh, weapons fire, and then immediately at the back of his head, tink, uh, just a, a shot rings out, and, uh, this thing is blasted in the back of the head by a gun. And as it starts to turn around to uh, do this, it's uh, the robot's eyes uh, glow red. All right, so I'm going to use a chrono blast against it. Okay, so this uh, thing turns around as, as it uh, exposes back. You see the damage of this weapon done, and you're going to fire at it? Yeah. Um, that's kind of shit, though. Um, so... 11 against EAC. Uh, unfortunately, that misses, so it just kind of uh, takes the wave uh, in stride. It kind of leans forward, but it's not focused on you. It's focused on the being standing amongst the rubble with a weapon trained on it. And uh, to describe this person, I'm going to need some help. So uh, it is a about six and a half foot tall um, snow leopard standing on two legs um <clears throat> you can see that there's some some blood caked into his fur around his uh around his face but other than that not looking too much worse for the wear uh wearing just black kind of looks like ladder armor the diffractor armor and uh he's got a semi-auto pistol in one hand and a laser pistol in the other um yeah, white fur, light brown spots, some black markings on his face that almost look like a second pair of eyes above his normal ones. And, uh, yeah, that, that's Bracha. I have found you. Halt. And uh, draws his weapon up and it uh, prepares to fire. Do you want to say anything? <laughs> uh, I go, <clears throat> Oh, of course. I apologize sincerely. And I kind of start to raise my hands up. Uh, this robot moves, starts to move closer, its arms lowering. You will be apprehended and punished to the fullest extent of the law. Please do not resist arrest further. And it moves towards you and it's, uh, the gun kind of goes down and the arm comes back up and there are a pair of manacles coming <laughs> towards you. As soon as the gun lowers, I say, I wouldn't think of it and I'd like to make a faint attack. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> uh, in fact, you know what? Uh, before you do the faint attack, let's roll for initiative. This will be your surprise round action. Okay. 18. Um, uh, 10. I got a 5. 18. 10. I'm gonna roll 18 Rhapsody. For yes. Ten, Rasha. 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 Thank you. Rasha, bra. Five, Akim and Addy. That's a twelve. So, uh, yeah, surprise uh, goes first. Uh, Brasha, you uh, go and do your faint. Yep. Um. So that is a bluff check. 
Ooh, that's not going to be great. Actually, since I have expertise bluff, I can re-roll that instead of using my expertise dice, correct? That's right, yep. Beautiful. That's much better. Um, 15 plus not 24. Okay, I don't know the DC. Um, it is going to be... Uh, I have it written down. Um, it is against the... 10 plus the target sense motive, or 15 plus one and a half times the opponent's CR. Okay, so I need to do a teensy bit of math real quick. Uh, ten, 15 plus one and a half, so... First sense motive. Uh, uh, okay, uh, <clears throat> doesn't matter. You smash it in either way. It's a, This is a CR... Uh, yeah, I'm just going to say it. This is a CR5 Guardian robot in front of you. And uh, you you successfully faint this thing. It's starting to bob and weave, trying to track your arms to uh, apprehend you with this. Um, beautiful. Uh, in that case, since you said I could use my improved faint with this, mm-hmm. um, I strike against it with flat-footed. So do all of my allies until my next turn. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Brasha is uh, the game's first envoy, so uh, I'm gonna be a little less helpful when it comes to uh, rules <laughs> verification. So I'm gonna we're gonna have to work on. Uh, <laughs> you tell me what you think it means, and I'm just probably gonna go along with it as long as it sounds fine. I've never played an envoy, so yeah, this uh, this Patra envoy uh, has now fainted. It. Uh, do you get in a? regular attack no no this is your surprise so this doesn't do any damage you just fainted it uh yes okay unless i would get a move action with the surprise round uh no just one or the other okay yeah so uh that was a surprise action this thing it's uh it's kind of uh, like overcorrecting, sliding around trying to track your arms but it's having difficulty you're just moving too damn fast top of the round is uh rhapsody <laughs> well Rhapsody is going to jump off her mount. Uh, she still has her sword out and pointed at this thing, and uh, just she's going to tell him, "Darling, I told you to stand down." I do not recognize your authority in this. Are you of the stewards? No, but uh, justice is my department, and I don't trust you to deliver it correctly. It will uh, turn around. This is just kind of, it's on a, it's literally on a ball bearing. So it's going to spin around now. Look at you. And you will need to be apprehended as well. Oh, well, you're certainly welcome to try, but it's not going to go well for you. It just stands there, its arms raised. But I figure dismounting is her, uh, her move action. Mm hmm. So. One second, actually. Let me. Oh, fast. Uh, Nope. Uh, you can attempt to. Oh, give me a survival check to fast mount or dismount rather. I'm glad okay. I had this pulled up. Yeah, yeah. So, as it with a survival check, yes, you can do it as a swift action. Seventeen. Oh yes, yes, yeah. Absolutely able to. Uh, uh, it's like you've been riding uh, magical lizards your entire life. You just slide off very smoothly, liquidly, and uh, that was your swift action. So yeah, if you want to move up and attack. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, for my attack, and this is with my analog sword. 
Okay. Uh, that will be a 16. Uh, this thing is now flat-footed. So with that flat-footed uh, condition, this does hit as you uh, swing your sword. I'll let you walk out your own attack, actually. You know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, uh, so yeah, she will, she's just stepping in with the sword and uh, bringing it down for, uh, let's see, five damage. Okay. And uh, she'll be like, uh, Occam, darling, you hate these people. Do something. I would, but it's not my turn yet. <laughs> uh, and uh, Brasha, this uh, this android woman in resplendent armor just said the name Akim. Yeah, you see his ears like twitch up more from from being kind of like flat back against his head. They kind of like twitch up, and he's like trying to look around the robot <laughs> to, <laughs> to see him. Okay, uh, and with that, uh, now Addie is up. She has her bow out, and she is going to fire. She's still, uh, she's 20, 30 feet away. I was just, she's 30 feet away with her battle bow. That's plenty of enough room. Oh, boy. This probably won't hit. Uh, two on the die, plus six, eight. Uh, unfortunately, no, this, this, this arrow goes wide, and it just thuds and quivers uh within within a piece a chunk of the hole uh the hole rather uh next to you brasha and uh you'll just see her from a distance swear and uh as she runs up she uh throws the bow down and pulls out a net and next up is you uh, is uh brasha uh and this thing had turned around mm -hmm. it's yeah it's still okay. facing rhapsody cool um then instead of fainting, I'm going to try and kind of circumvent it, run around it to get behind Rhapsody. I'm sure I won't be able to get there this turn, but I'm kind of like running around below the side, and I'm going to take one box shot with my, with my semi-auto. Okay. Uh, 19 plus something. That hits, yeah. The EAC, uh, yes. That this, uh, oh, I guess it'd be KAC, right? Oh yeah, it would be. Yeah, you said. Uh, so what? Uh, the KAC is nineteen. Okay, uh, I rolled a twenty-three. Okay, yes, yeah, plenty good. And uh, roll for damage as this as you run around and you just shoot this thing with a semi-automatic pistol. <laughs> um, two damage. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Rolled minimum. Oh, well. Oh, uh, plus three, remember? Uh, it's plus one for small arms. No, no, no. You're, uh, because your weapon specialization? Yeah, I think it says plus three for long arms and plus one for small arms or operative melees. Uh, I thought you were supposed to add your level to it. Let me, let me double check that because I may have been telling people wrong. Choose one type, you gain special in that weapon type, which means you add your character level to damage with selected weapon type, or half your character level for small arms. Okay. You're right. My bad. Uh, good job uh, reading. <laughs> so, uh, as long... Okay, so for you guys, I guess, uh, thanks for correcting that. This is the first time we've used this. Uh, yeah, if it's a small arm, it'll only be uh, half your level for now. 
But, uh... So, two total. I had one on the die. Okay. All right. So the, the, the damage still stands. Two more points of damage as uh, this thing is peppered with bullets. Uh, you move. So now, Akin, you are on the ground and you... Just in hell. So, so I, I, have a, I have a question about that. So my Chrono Blast does not have like a light okay it doesn't say what what class or, what of not, weapon it is classification but it says that i gain weapon specialization with it i'm very tempted to just say just use your kind of, yeah it's kind of like a, a mage no. it's I'm almost like a spell so yeah an actual weapon uh, i'll give you your full three and you know what i'm fun i don't like that rule i mean most people only have pistol uh uh proficiency fuck it i'm adding uh three more points of damage or two more points of damage to what you did brasha and uh, akam you'll get a plus three so yeah whatever one you choose i'm i think that rule is silly and uh it's my show well as long as we're talking weapon specialization mm -hmm. uh my weapon specialization is of course for long swords because mm -hmm. that's what i fight with most time my analog but will that apply to my uh other sword as well yes yes any yeah any uh here i have the my special uh, sword yeah choose one weapon type so yeah your weapon type would be um long sword. not advanced yeah well no it, it's even more broader than that the category oh. so i think long swords are they're uh, just basic melee so any basic melee weapon you use Cool and once you guys hit level five, you will get weapon specialization in all weapons you are proficient with. But right now at three, when you hit level three, you get it in your like favored one sort of thing. And yeah, Eric, please make sure on your character sheet you have the full plus three. I hate that half character level. We don't get to we don't get to meet up for eight hour sessions like uh, some of these games um, it kind of intend. So there have been a couple rules along the way. I'm like, we only get to meet once a week, once every other week um, with my core group uh, once a month, it seems. So uh, I'm fine with uh, uh, coloring outside the lines on this. Aye, aye, Captain. Okay. So, uh, yeah, uh, Akim, you are still on the ground. And uh, if you want to do a chrono blast, you will yeah. get the weapon specialization for this, if that is your one you're choosing. Okay. Uh, uh, I, uh, I'm going to use a lagging infusion okay. with it. Uh, okay. So um, I'll accept a point of burn, okay, so which will also turn let's, me let's, before. Are you getting up from the ground? Um, for the round. And that's going to be 19 to hit. So, but, so you're incorporeal on the ground right now? Uh, I'm not going to have to because turning incorporeal, I fly through the ground. Like, I want to, when I turn in Corporeal, I want to, like, fly over closer to the ship uh, to try and spread this thing's attention out more. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I, like, at, at the moment that I'm I'm tossing, I think I am on the ground. Yeah. Oh, and that's right. You don't look any different in Corporeal. Is that what we decided? Yeah. Last time we said he looked kind of like a hologram is what we said last time. Mm -hmm. uh, I look, I like, I'm still there. I'm still visually there, but I... Do you have like a sort of a that's right yeah. there's some interference of, of a hologram okay so all right uh yeah. yeah and you said what to attack uh 19. is that eac or kac eac okay yep yeah, eac that will definitely hit 
All right, so 2d4 plus 4. Come here, my d4s. <laughs> so that's going to be 10 damage, and it's going to take a minus 2 on all attack actions made for the next round. And this is the lagging infusion you were speaking of? Yes. Okay, and uh, what does this look like as you uh, lob this chronoblast? Like... So the blast itself is sort of like just refraction. Like if if you had like a piece of glass or something that was in front of you with all sorts of different facets, the way it like distorts through. Sure. But without any of the reflective quality of that. And it's kind of just this this vague orb that like with a tail on it that blasts out. Okay. Um and when it hits him, like some of that, like stutters around it and sticks around, and that that'll be the lagging infusion. Okay, and you said ten points of damage, and you added everything. Yes. Okay. Uh, very good. It is hit. untyped damage. Uh, okay. So, all right. Uh, it it took that. It's now uh, it's jerking, <laughs> having to spin around so much, and now having this, it's uh, it's kind of doesn't know which one to. Uh, turn to hit so that was the end of the round top of the round rhapsody and uh, just for clarity i did move after that oh i'm sorry i'm so sorry what sorry um once i'm incorporeal i basically can fly any direction i want at will at mm-hmm. my full speed and so i just fly kind of I... over towards the ship not like to where it was firing but just spreading out more okay i can kind of see this yeah you guys are uh, you're fanning out um are you elevating uh, no, because I'm going to drop the moment I, uh, yep. my next turn starts, unless I accept more burn, so. Okay. Did this bot take a turn? Did this bot I don't really think so. Take a turn? It has not done anything. <laughs> it's just been turning. Um... <laughs> it's like, I don't mind hitting it again, but I think it's only fair that it gets to try yeah, to Yeah, okay, so, so, oh, that's what that two is. So two plus it's... Uh, okay it would have went last anyway so that's okay so uh yep this thing is now uh properly confused it's uh not mechanically confused it is it is turning around uh rhapsody and occam no rhapsody you didn't hit occam you hit it the most and it is now uh confused i did hit it oh no no sorry brasha you missed uh the longsword definitely did a chunk my bad. Yeah, the, the robot turns. Yeah. Addy's the one that missed. So many moving parts. Okay. Addy missed. <laughs> Addy missed. The long sword, the, the semi-automatic, and the chronoblast all pummel this thing. So it has three main targets to choose from, but it's feeling uh, sluggish in its servo motor, so it's going to turn to Akim, uh, seeing you flickering around, unsure of what to, what to do. It is going to uh, shoot at you. What, what kind of shot is it firing? It is using a... Physical or energy? Sorry? Is it physical or energy? It is energy. Okay. It's uh, it's going to draw up a voltaic anchor pistol, and what you see is, like, this mother-of-pearl, well-fashioned weapon is uh, going to uh, point right at you and uh, fire. Uh, is this going to hit? Should I even roll for damage? Or roll for attack? Uh, it, it can it can hit. Okay. Uh, let me roll the mischance first, because uh, there is 5% of Well, that. let me see if it even hits. Uh, that was 28, so... 
it, it, it gets a chance. Okay, so uh, does a 29 hit? <laughs> oh, hell yes. <laughs> now, I do take half damage. That, that's the incorporated. Okay, so yeah, this will just be... Um, Holy shit, 29. This is a high-level thing. Because there were four of you at level three, I was like, I'm going to make it a little difficult. So, But it's only... Um, damage it's only a well it's a d6 plus five non-lethal okay uh eight points of damage okay so i'll take four non-lethal points of damage okay. um and uh for uh those listening and playing uh the way non-lethal damage works and correct me if this is different from pathfinder but uh you can take non-lethal damage up until your max and then you die is that right no, you fall unconscious. Or fall unconscious, not die, I'm sorry. But, yes, yeah. you fall unconscious when you... I mean, once you're unconscious, it can just walk up and brain you. Yeah. And then you're dead. Yes, once, yeah, <laughs> once your number of non-lethal damage... So uh, any non-lethal damage you do take, uh, keep in a separate kind of column. Yeah, the Mythweaver sheet has its own little thing for non-lethal damage. Perfect. I haven't looked at one in a week or so. So, uh, yeah, this... Well, and Sean, ha Sean has to track that anyway because oh, his burn yep. does not. Okay. No, uh, my burn actually drains my stamina, and eventually my health. Okay. Oh, so, okay. so I'm keeping track of that. Very nice. Uh, so this thing will shoot at you. Uh, see the distortion of you. It doesn't have eyebrows to raise, but it uh, it, it moves closer towards you, uh, transfixed. Uh, and oh, you know what? It would have been a minus two to that anyway. So would a twenty-seven have hit you? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> My EAC is 14, dude. I know it is. I just wanted to laugh. Uh, so, uh, transfixed by uh, uh, your uh, incorporealness, it's going to move closer towards you. But as it moves towards you, uh, Rhapsody, you get an attack of opportunity. Oh, hell yeah. This thing is uh, just laser focused on Akim right now, so it didn't even think. Uh, 19 plus 4 is 23. Definitely hits, yes actually deal some damage this time six plus two is eight plus my weapon specialization is 11 okay this uh you you slash this thing across the back and sparks flies you uh get inside it's it's a beautifully polished golden gilded or uh carapace basically and uh this thing just it just takes it and it kind of weebles it wobbles but it doesn't fall and it still moves towards akim uh, next up will be Addie. She had she discarded her battle bow. No, no. Oh no! That was an attack of opportunity. <laughs> I get to hit that bitch again. Yes. Sorry. So I'm a little. Uh, just full disclosure. I'm probably going to delete this. I'm actually quite nervous about how this is going because uh, I didn't prepare as much as I normally do. So yes. Uh, so yeah. So that was your attack. That's all right. I got you, done. Right. I got you. Rhapsody. Top of the round after the attack of opportunity. You get to beat the shit out of this thing with your sword again if you want. So there's a 19 hit. KAC? Yeah. KAC is 19 exactly. So yes, this hits. All right. Jeez. So that's going to be another 11 damage. <laughs> okay, this thing is um, the robot equivalent of bloodied. Uh, so, uh, do you want to, uh, so this thing, uh, you walked up to it and just slammed it from behind. Uh, does an incorporeal being provide flank? 
Uh, I I do still threaten, yes, okay. because I can I can I can whip out and punch mm -hmm. if I want to, but I go against EAC. Okay, so yeah, uh, I just wanted to clarify on that. So yeah, uh, uh, this robot is now flanked by Rhapsody and Akim. Uh, it's still focused on Akim, just trying to process this. Uh, Rhapsody, that was your turn. Addy runs up. She had discarded her battle bow after it uh, failed to hit its mark, and is now has a a, a five has a knife fiber net and she's going to uh, get within range and throw it at the robot. Throne 16. Oh wait, no, oh, that's not how it works. I need to. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this thing uh, falls short as uh, she throws this uh, fiber, uh, this net made out of carbon fibers and weights at the end. And it just clunks on the ground next to it. And uh, she just swears again and uh, finishes her movement right uh, as close as she can get. Ah, this this automaton must be taken down. And that was Eddie. Now Brasha. Um, Brasha is going to yell out to the robot and be like. Excuse me, I thought I was your main target here. Um, please, though, not the face or tail. And uh, <laughs> I needed to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, very, very big with robots. Uh, wisdom saving throw <laughs> is a will save. Will yeah. save, sorry. Yep. It's only a plus two. 17? Uh, and what do I compare that to? I don't see... Oh, wait, hold on. Mm. This must make it... I have no idea with Envoy's I have no honestly. idea on Star Starfinder how you figure those things. Uh, um, is it a spell? No, it's an Envoy uh, is it a spell? improvisation. Oh, okay. DC is 10 plus half my level plus charisma modifier. So 10, 11, and charisma modifier puts me in. So I, it was a 14. Okay, uh, the robot passes. Okay. Um, yeah, it would have just had um, negatives to hit me if okay. it succeeded. But um, that is my move action then. And I'm going to pop another shot with my, my semi-auto. Okay, Beca oh. because Rhapsody is uh, there, uh, this will have, uh, have soft cover. Okay. So it will have a cover has a plus cover grants you a plus four to uh, its AC. So um, roll to hit. God, it got to roll high. No, that's that's like a twelve. So <laughs> nope. Uh, unfortunately, your your bullets go wide as you try not to hit uh, the uh, gold armored android when you're trying to hit the gold armored robot. So unfortunately you do miss and that was your move action. Do you have a swift or anything you can do? Um or anything like that useful right now? No, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Uh that was Brasha. Now Akim, uh this uh this snow leopard from the distance and you can Well no, you have a robot and an android in your way now. You uh you heard that voice and um I guess give me a perception check real quick before you start your turn. Uh, that's a seven. Uh, that's mm, the, a seven. The voice rings a slight bell in your head, but uh, you, you've got this big-ass robot 
standing right in front of you, so maybe it doesn't quite register, but there's something about it. I even changed dice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, with that, he is going to continue to focus on Le Robato. Um, okay. Uh, and I think what I'm going to do is the exact same thing as last turn. So I'm going to accept another burn, uh, mm -hmm. maintaining my uh, incorporeality. But I'm going to blast. blast <laughs> it. Come on. That is one lower than last time, 18. EAC. Oh, EAC is 17. So yeah, that hits. I'm glad I didn't decide to go, hey, pew, pew. <laughs> uh, all right, so that's going to be DD4 plus 4. And that's going to be 8 damage. And uh, it is lagged again, so it'll be, continue taking minus two. Okay. To hit. Okay. So just as it uh, it started to uh, get its bearings again, this thing was hit again by your chrono blast, and it is now sluggish again. And uh, anime bead of sweat goes down this robot's face as it's uh, <laughs> sluggish now, and it's uh, going to slam you. Take that, you soulless son of a bitch! Uh, you are incorporeal, so no matter what I hit, you're going to miss, right? Okay. Right. Yeah, I, I don't physical hits. That is unfortunate, because that would have been a 28 to hit. Uh, <laughs> and so this thing, it's, it, both of its arms uh, come down all the way through you, and they just pummels the ground beneath you, and dirt flies up. Cease actions. What are you? <laughs> None of your business. And top of the round, it didn't move at all, so Rhapsody, you are up. Fix it and hit it again. Okay. <laughs> at, le at least yeah. I'm hitting it. Like, I may roll ass on everything else, but at least you I'm are hitting so it. You are so at 21. Definitely hits. Okay. Uh, math, Tracy. Seven. Seven points of damage total. Yes. Okay, this thing uh, slashed again. Now, I can hit it a second time, right? Uh, With a minus? No, uh, you have to do that for both. The minus is both attacks. Have to have the minus four. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, this thing is slashed again in the back. It's it's just, It looks like a, a car car wreck on its back. Its front is uh, similarly uh, blasted a bit, but you are slashing the hell out of this thing. Uh, and it, it's, it starts to like slowly creak and turn towards you in response to this but uh do you want to say anything before i move on <laughs> no. okay uh she's just staring this thing down okay so uh running up from the side from the back uh addy is going to do a uh uh she as she's running she's pulling her hook sword out doing a leap and uh trying to just slash down at this thing it's going to get flank oh this may hit 16 plus 6, 22, plus the flank, 24. Uh, this hook sword goes down, and it does it. Seven points of damage as uh, is this, uh, this it looks like a scimit, no, it, it looks like a long sword, but it's got a nice little hook grab for it that uh, you would know that she could use this to trip people with. This doesn't uh, trip, but it uh, digs down with seven points of further damage. 
and this thing is looking extremely bad. Uh, it is uh, close to uh, death. Its warranty clearly ran out. Brasha, why don't you finish this thing off? Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna, after not having much luck with my my nine millimeter, I'm gonna switch to my laser pistol and try and. <clears throat> okay. I'm gonna try to run to where it won't have cover from Rhapsody as well, if that's perfect. Okay. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There's this thing is surrounded on on uh, three sides, but no, you are, there's absolutely a spot where you can uh, uh, get a clear shot. Perfect. Yeah. I'm gonna run to that spot and take mm -hmm. a another shot. Hopefully this is, oh God, 14. <laughs> 14 total? Yeah. Uh, no, unfortunately not. The The shot, uh, it, 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 it does hit it, but it actually hits a chunk of metal that Rhapsody has peeled off and it just kind of ping off into the, off into the distance. Like it was a, a, a beer can. <laughs> on the farm with a hunting rifle. So you do connect, but uh, it, it's unfortunately a, a dead piece of it already. So uh, no, you did not hit that back. So uh, Akim, out of the corner of your eye, you see uh, this uh, leather armor wearing snow leopard out of the, come into your field of vision. Uh, give me a perception check. Oh my God. <laughs> Seven. Uh, something about the coloration, the spots on this thing. I don't even know if I should be having you do perception. Like, I'm trying to... He's camouflaged. <laughs> That's right. He's camouflaged in this winter world. You just can't see him because you're blind. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, you just see a, a suit of black leather armor uh, run up and fire a laser gun. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it is your turn now, Akim. Uh, this thing is looking... Blindness. What's that? I said, ah, the snow blind. Yes, yeah, you are snow blind by the snow leopard. Uh, yes, this thing is looking rough indeed. It's sagging. Its arms are having difficulty moving up. It's moving herky jerky. It's it's right up on you though. What do you want to do? Uh, I'm going to uh, blast it again. It'll get an AOO, but I'm gonna be incorporeal. So okay, okay. Um, I think I missed this time. That's only a 15. Um, yeah, you won't get flink because you're ranged. So, yeah, no, this, this chrono blast, uh, uh, just like last minute, it zooms past its head and it's, uh, as, as the shot goes up into the sky, the, the swirling kind of, uh, not, not, re not refraction. Yeah. You said the refraction, mm -hmm. this, uh, glassy refraction disappears and it, uh, <laughs> it's not in any better shape now, but it's no longer under the effect of your lagging infusion, correct? Correct. Okay. Uh, and but it, it gets sees... its full bonus to hit. Okay. Uh, because you missed and knowing that it couldn't do it, it, it swivels on its ball and sees Rhapsody right in front of it, and it's going to slam against Rhapsody now. Two fists, straight down. That's my KAC, right? Yep. So... Oh, no, this might miss. Uh, slam. It's a three on the die, 15. Oh, it misses. <laughs> okay. Plus 12. I get a fourth of that. She just throws that shield up and blocks it. Okay. Uh, yeah, it just it just tings off of it. And it goes down and just punches the ground again. Uh, dirt flies up again. 
You are all committing acts against Abadar Core. Add it to the Cease. list. Cease. This is your final. Sorry, say it again. Uh, Occam says, add it to the list. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you will all be prosecuted. Engaging self-destruct. No, I'm kidding. That was that was Mandalorian. <laughs> that was Mandalorian. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking depressed ass world, though. Yep. Uh, so yeah, this. Oh, thing... I mean, it's a smart move. You're gonna die anyway. Yep. Do as much damage as you can. Uh, unfortunately, that was its action. Uh, it, knowing it can't really move, it's hemmed in on all sides at this point. Uh, one way or another, it's just wobbling, trying to get purchase. And uh, top of the round now, Rhapsody, you are up. Rhapsody looks at this thing and and, and basically tells it, says, darling, this is your last chance. Walk away. It's just a bot. It shouldn't get that option. Let's not get into a debate over that. <laughs> I am unable to surrender. Surrender is not in my programming. You will be all brought to justice. I am Justice Darling, and she'll hit it. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, a 21. Yes, definitely hits. Nine damage. Walk me through how you uh, murder this robot. Um, I'm going to say that since it's, it's looking pretty... Uh, pretty rough that maybe there's like a panel open where it's got some of its circuitry absolutely yes you you slash and yeah. she just yeah she just goes in with that sword and just rips those wires <laughs> okay uh the the lights of this thing uh the lights around the eyes dim then go black and it all hunches forward and it falls down at your feet and like as it falls she immediately turns to brasha and is like you are now in the custody of the Knights of Galarian, the Iomedian Navy. I would suggest you don't try to run. Russia kind of like looks from side to side and is like, um, and he's like slowly putting his uh, pistols back into their holsters and he's just like, I suppose I owe you my life here, so I can't argue too much. I, I promise you will get a better sense of justice through the nights than you will through Abaddon. Occam squints. I'm gonna slowly start moving towards them. Russia? Occam? That is you! <laughs> oh my gods! It's been far too many moon cycles. As you usually stand out a lot more than you do here. Yes, I'm a... <laughs> it's good to see you. Yes, you too. What's uh? You're running with the Navy now? I'm... I'm doing some freelance work. Hmm. Well, I guess any... Rhapsody's a friend. He, he kind of leans in closer and he's like, Is this uh, justice that she's talking about uh, something I might be able to get out of? Eh, um, maybe. It will depend on uh, what's actually happened here, right? Fair enough. <clears throat> uh, 
but nothing too harsh. Not like the dick bags over at Abadar. I uh, nod at him and <clears throat> turn to Rhapsody and kind of, as I start to walk up to her, I give her a bow and go, so, how may I uh, serve you best? You mentioned justice, and I give her a really, like, cheesy smile. Well, darling, typically things like this are just dealt with through our organization with a fine or such. Um, but uh, I think I can make you a fair offer if you want to help us with our little, uh, let's call it a mission here. Then... I can consider your fine pay. I have always been one who favors negotiations over all else. And I'd be more than happy. I shall hold, she'll hold her hand out to you uh, while she's speaking to you. She's like, she's not an um, impolite person. He takes it and then kisses the top of her hand. We'll be careful if he tries to sell you anything. <laughs> the first price is never fair. <laughs> I, I turn back to him and shoot him daggers with my with my look. Uh, <laughs> uh, Addie's gonna walk up. Uh, Addie's gonna walk up, retrieve her, or she's standing right there. She's going to uh, bend down, pick up her net, secure it, hook the sword back into her belt. I don't believe I know you. <sighs> of course not. I would remember such a beautiful woman, and I give her another one of those dumb smiles. <laughs> she, 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 uh, she, she stops, blushes fiercely, and uh, reaches out a hand to, uh, to grip your arm as well. I kiss her hand as well, and I say, Brasha, at your service. Uh, Eddie Starr, that was presumptuous. <laughs> uh, Rhapsody, Akim, are we to have another in the party? For the time being, yes. Occam, darling, um, it does appear that there is a a ship here that uh, doesn't seem to have an owner, and I did promise you whatever you could scavenge in return for your help. So I'm going to walk away and not see this, if uh, that is all right with you. I appreciate it. Addy, should we tend to the animals? Ah, uh, yes, yes, let's... Let's leave these two to their business. And Addie will walk over and uh, whistle for the uh, animals, and they all come. Actually, let me see if they come calling. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. There's the nat 20. Uh, <laughs> a, a sharp whistle, uh, the, the, the kind that I can't do with the finger in the mouth and all that, and uh, all three of them come running next to each other. They all stop in a line and uh, sit. <laughs> all at, at the, all in front of her, lined up. So yeah, uh, Rhapsody will just walk over and I don't know, kind of pet the animals or whatever. She's just intentionally not looking at Occam. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, Addie's doing the same. She's uh, she dig goes into the saddlebags and pulls out a brush and starts brushing the the fur of the wally ped, uh, pulling out brambles and all that. You fought amazing back there. Yeah, that's kind of what I do for a living. Um, unfortunately, we only have three beasts. It seems Occam isn't opposed to running alongside. Do you think he can keep up? Uh, will the terrain allow it? Uh, that's that's the main thing. Uh, yes, it is mostly this until we get to the the edge of the jungle. It's it's all this. Then I don't suppose it will hurt. And uh, Addie will just busy herself 
uh, tending to the, the rest of the animals. She'll dig out a, a scoop from the same bag that had the brush and uh, start going to the Wally Ped's uh, hooves and cleans all the, the muck out of there, goes uh, along the claws of the Pachycephalosaurus and the Shota and just make sure that uh, the journey so far hasn't damaged any of their limbs. Yeah, uh, Rhapsody's just kind of leaned back against something watching this woman. Okay. Uh, what is uh, Akim and Brasha doing? Well, I got to say that this is probably the uh, last place I expected to see someone like you. <clears throat> Believe me, it was not an <laughs> intended course for me. I had some, hmm, we'll call it ship troubles. But said you shot down their shuttle. Uh, I was on the ship that shot down their shuttle. <laughs> yes, uh, it was not my decision. Fair enough. Never took you for much for a, a shoot first, Barrett. <clears throat> no. Uh, actually, I had been shot down myself. Just, you know, one of those can't-quite-talk-your-way-out-of-it situations. Rather hmm, disingenuous fellows. <laughs> Fair enough. But before we get into... Uh, the veritable trove behind us. Uh, he'll he'll duck down uh, over the robot and open up some of its plating and pull uh, emergency backup distress beacon uh, and uh, pass it so far into the future that it turns to dust. Hold up. You can throw things into the future? <laughs> well, my time blasts. So I'm just aging it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Like when we sat down and we said, you know, I got this third party thing that I want to do. I'm like, of course, Sean, of course. Yeah, we'll make it work. I, I'm just blasting but, okay. it until it's destroyed, basically. I got it. You are hitting it yes. with time energy. Okay. Yeah, being a DM for Sean's a new experience, <laughs> isn't it, Don? Oh my God. <laughs> but I love it. Okay, sorry. Continue. You you've you've aged this uh the the black box of this uh the transponder, whatever you called it. Very good techno babble, Sean. Uh until it's garbage Russia and then uh, jumped up onto this robot and is like um rummaging through the exposed wiring and trying to like pry off its weapon <laughs> uh yeah uh these uh yeah these are integrated weapons good job uh and what you're able to rip off are uh there's a there's a little slot that you you're able to you I, I imagine you're like frisking this thing uh you find a panel with a, another uh knife fiber net like addy used uh the pistol that was used against you was called a voltaic anchor pistol a uh on its other arm the uh the shielded thing it's a sentry shield projector uh and in another couple panels you find uh one flash grenade and a smoke grenade and i'll, I'll link and give you guys all this stuff but as you're still you're going through all the pockets and bits and bobs uh, another one high capacity battery, a advanced med kit, two Mark II serums of healing, one Mark One serum of healing. Nice. A brush. Oh, and I mean, to, I meant to say, two uh, grenades, flash and smoke, respectively. A brush. If you happen to find any Mark II or higher computer circuitry in that thing, broken or not, uh, pull it out for me, will you? I'm gonna hit the ship. Sounds like a plan. 
and I will go to the ship and loot about. I will uh, search around for computer tree. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> you uh, you are digging around. Uh, you just rip apart this robot. It, Rhapsody already did a very good job of opening up the can. You're just uh, rooting around. Uh, yeah, you find... Uh, uh, I don't really have a, a, a loot table. Starfinder isn't around long enough to have loot tables and all that, but uh, I'll say you find a, uh, a, a sizable collection of compo- uh, computer components that uh, anyone would be uh, happy to have in Aachen's line of work. And then we can just hand wave that and deal with uh, what he wants when he wants it when we get to that. Uh, in the ship, looking for the general loot, of course. Um, also looking mm-hmm. for any uh, ship parts that are contained enough that i'm not going to need like an entire docking bay to like try and retrofit mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. and just any extra spare parts that aren't completely destroyed that i could theoretically carry sure absolutely and i'm going to roll a d100 to see just how damaged this ship is just as a general okay. sort of thing because it seemed cool uh 61 damage uh engines are blown to shit uh uh Hole fractures are uh, kind of throughout the uh, the forward viewport is blasted in. Uh, you don't see any living bodies in here. Everything is all uh, mechanical, but the uh, the remaining robot the yeah the remaining robots inside are all uh, uh, destroyed beyond repair as well. Uh, he doesn't and... get smacked by any androids <laughs> this time. No. <laughs> uh, going through, uh, you find uh, two hundred forty credits. But the rest of it, you see uh, the the standard stuff you'd find in Abadarian uh, shuttle. This thing was just a shuttle. Uh, there is a, a rack of weapons. Most of them are destroyed, but uh, there are definitely components. Uh, six batteries. There are um, a, a couple more uh, smoke and frag grenades. And uh, in the forward cockpit, you find uh, the ship's computer is... Uh, Damaged, but largely intact. Uh, the rest of the the panels are all kind of destroyed with shrapnel and chunks of the hull, and pieces of robot are embedded in various panels around. Uh, as he comes across these different robots, he's going to make sure that their black boxes are dead too. Okay, so you're just uh, double tapping these uh, these uh, the the black boxes. Yeah. Very nice. Well, he doesn't want Abdar Carter to go. Hmm, we've got some missing. Uh, hardware out here. Let's go investigate. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, because you said it that way, give me a perception check real quick. Uh, that's gonna be at sixteen. Okay. Um, knowing what you know about all this and how careful you are of destroying them, you you know that Abadar Core will get alerts that uh certain beacons have been or certain assets black boxes have been destroyed but their end location would be on triaxis in this general area so uh it's really triaxis is a problem at this point and on top of that they're even if they can find them they're not going to get the history from them so that that's a big sure uh he's gonna also destroy the ship's black box uh if he can find it okay 
Uh, yep, yep. You know your way. Around. Uh, give me a computer check, actually, or maybe engineering. If you uh, have my that. computer's is higher. I'm fine with that. Yeah, you know computer, computer opponents, computer components. Uh, I got rather. a twelve. Okay, yeah, it takes you a while. You're you're kind of smashing shit up as you're digging through, trying to uh, frantically making sure Abadarkor cannot track this uh, as as uh, quickly as possible. And yeah, you're able to find it tucked away and uh, give it a good old blast with your Chrono Trigger. Or no, that's a good, <laughs> that's a good um, game. Sorry, uh, Chrono Blast. <laughs> yeah. And one once once that's done, and he's he's satisfied with the relative safety of the situation. Uh, he'll go about uh, <laughs> collecting all of the just stuff that can be just generally be picked up, uh, the batteries and whatnot. Sure. Uh, any of the weapons mm-hmm. that he sees destroyed or not that he thinks look like good weapons, he's going to toss in a pile outside. And uh, okay. he's going to try and remove the ship's main computer unit. Um. Okay, yeah. Uh, if, if that's possible. Oh, absolutely. Anything's possible. Well, virtually anything's possible. Re- reasonably possible. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So, okay, while you, uh, you're throwing rifles and guns, uh, pistols, uh, a couple stun batons, uh, none of them in perfect condition, but n- very few of them are utterly destroyed. Uh, you got a nice little collection growing out there. Uh, as you throw them out and then head back into the main computer as you just start going to work tearing it apart sun has set and uh i'm going to now go to the other uh three at this point addy is finished uh grooming uh you know field grooming uh her beast and has them uh lashed to uh some bits of uh the ship that are out there just kind of not lashed as in beat but as tied uh, to tethered to yes yes thank you uh tethered to uh portions of the wreckage around and uh, Addy's just standing there, you know, patting, just giving them all equal amounts of love. Uh, she doesn't favor one over the other, just going along and inspecting them. Well, darlings, if it's getting dark, do you think we should just go ahead and maybe set up a camp? Hello, am I talking to myself? Occam's in the ship. Oh, okay, I didn't want to. I didn't want to talk. Yeah, no, I just didn't want to talk over uh, Brasha. Uh, Addie will uh, say yes, I agree, and she'll go uh, into each of the each of the animal saddle bags and uh, pull out uh, two tents. Uh, we'll have to double up. I hope that's all right. I do not have any issue with it. Okay, and uh, she'll toss one to you, and she'll start setting one up uh, herself. Uh, it doesn't take long for these to set up. There, it's the future. Uh, pop tents really do pop into being. You just gotta you know place them on a level ground and make sure you're not laying on a no rock. No D&D Hoi Poi capsules? You mean DBZ? <laughs> or D&D. DBZ, yeah. No, uh, these things, uh, they, they're they about a, a foot long. They open up. You clear the spot. You know, she's kicking around little rocks or whatever, feeling the ground, making sure it's, she's not going to lay down uh, on a piece of uh, embedded hole and uh, just kind of set it up, prop it up, and uh, it starts to unfold on its own. Brasha's letting them do this while he fiddles with his uh, okay. laser pistol. <laughs> He's currently trying to figure out how it broke, um, the re- which is obviously the reason why that shot didn't hit. Of course, yeah. It was a clear shot. There's no way uh, Brasha would have missed. Yeah, it was... There's Clearly, the, the capacitor was, um, you know, 
unwired or something and he's like scrambling through the wirings of it and just trying to like make sure everything's soldered correctly <laughs> all right very nice uh rhapsody uh i guess i will try to set up this other tent i'm assuming she's familiar enough to yeah, yeah it's standard uh uh industrial yeah backpacks yeah it's it's it doesn't have avatar core on it but it is uh quite ubiquitous in this world just you've been out on mission you've been camping uh, in official capacity or not, these things are pretty self-explanatory. And on the casing itself, there is a quick uh, dummy's guide of the steps you need to take. Yeah. And I think while she's setting it up, she'll just like call out to, so he can hear her and be like, I'll come darling. It is. We're staying the night. <laughs> okay. All, all of the uh, transponder units have been taken out. Uh, so... No, I do not know this. <laughs> I, I mean, somebody, it seemed to have happened before. What are you talking about? Right now, uh, Addie's <laughs> smiling to herself, gathering up brush and stuff and putting it in a pile. Excuse me, uh, Flyboy there. Could you fire your weapon at this clump of kindling? Rushes, uh, like just finishes screwing in the last panel and goes, oh, as good a test as any, I suppose. And he'll, he'll pop a shot at it. Okay, DC five. <laughs> DC five. Um, <laughs> are you kidding me? I rolled a nat you just one. Nat one. I do have a plus four. Yes. Okay, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, this this shot it just barely catches the edge of the pile, and but it does <laughs> the the energy blast. Does catch some dry twigs and uh, uh, a smoky fire starts to uh, build up and then uh, starts to build as uh, Addie fires and she just looks at you. <laughs> just she has eyebrows and they are definitely uh, furrowed at your at your uh, marksmanship. He's started taking apart the gun again, <laughs> trying to recenter everything. <laughs> While you take that apart again, Addie's gonna. Uh, uh, Damn these lithium crystals. <laughs> uh, Addie's going to speak over to Rhapsody. Uh, if you could uh, find us uh, logs or anything worth sitting on around this, I'll start to uh, scare up some food. Sounds good. Uh, when I get back from searching for seats, if you need help with that pistol, let me know. I'm fairly decent with uh, engineering. He kind of uh, waves at her, acknowledging it, but also kind of dismissing it. Just kind of like, eh, this is my specialty. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, she will head off in search of logs or whatnot. She got the strength. She can oh, yeah, it. and that's, uh, yeah, that's why she uh, tasked you with that, and she's going to walk off into the darkness. Uh, Oh hell yeah, she uh, and she comes back with uh, enough uh, local uh, vegetation berries and the like. It goes to uh, the saddlebag, pulls out a little bit of some trail rations and just uh, arrays it around the fire. And uh, she takes the first seat offered, and uh, she just starts assembling everything. Akam, you going to come out and eat? A few more minutes. I, I'm almost done here. Putting the ship back together, right? Putting a ship back together, yes. I'm finishing pulling out the computer. <laughs> <laughs> you pull out this computer. Um, it's uh, 
it's it's not tiny, but uh, it, this is just a shuttle. It's uh, uh, about the size of an Xbox. <laughs> oh, the computer is the size of an Xbox. <laughs> No, yeah, the shuttle is not the size of an Xbox. No, I, I didn't I have... You, uh... I thought you were making fun of the size of Xboxes for a second yes. for some reason. I was like... The six and a six-and-a-half-foot-tall cat was hiding inside an Xbox, Sean. No. He's very flexible. <laughs> the, the main computer is uh, it's 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 gilded. It's got the, the Abadar Core symbol on it. It looks gaudy as hell. It's got gold plating on it. Uh, that gives it no uh, performance boost at all, but it's it's Abadar Core, and they have a brand. Uh, yeah, it's about the size of an Xbox, the main computer, and uh, you heft it. It's What's that? I said they do have a brand. They do have a brand, and they are Microsoft. on brand. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it, it goes without saying. Uh, so they've... Uh, <laughs> Please don't shut me down, Microsoft. Uh, so yeah, you now have this main computer uh, to do with as you like. Asmodeus says Apple. Ouch. Uh, <laughs> um, don't talk shit about Asmodeus. He'll get you next time. I wasn't talking shit about Asmodeus. I, I, I'm just saying. You best be careful. <laughs> he hears everything across all podcasts. Uh, <laughs> I will put it in my backpack, and I imagine how much bulk does that add? Uh, not even one. No, this thing—the the gold plating on it made it heavier than necessary. Uh, if you want to pry that off, feel free. But uh, no, this thing isn't oh, yeah. terribly heavy either. No identifying markers, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so you you bring it out, and uh, you have this thing. Uh, I don't imagine gold's actually all that valuable. In this world, no, not so much, really. Yeah. No, but uh, it sure does look pretty. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you bring this gold box out. Um, do you have any bladed weapons you can use to pry this off, or maybe uh, uh, I have your a friends? survival knife? Oh, that's perfect. That, yeah, you that can. I got you... from a corpse, man. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I kind of picture this. Uh, Addy's spreading food out, uh, and Occam is uh, hunched over uh, with a survival knife prying off this gold plate and just throwing it back into the ship. Yeah, just first being it. Yeah, and Rhapsody is pointedly not looking at Occam's direction at all. I'll, I'll pull, she's, 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 I'll pull she's off checking. the Abadar Core emblematic panel first and toss it in. And okay. like, it's okay now. Rhapsody is, is, is uh, distracted by the nasty ass in front of her. Very nice. Yep. Uh, and he starts to... Uh, uh, let me see if she does. Oh yeah, she uh she she catches your eyes uh uh over the fire, just keeps looking up and catching your eyes, busies herself, passing around food, uh tossing a ration uh at Akim, and uh, she keeps catching your eyes. Well, like to be fair, I've got minuses to like my charisma mm -hmm. and like people get bonuses to sense motive against uh, me. It was, yeah, this was just a perception. She didn't so, get a, yeah, like, she just got a 19. Like, I don't think it would be hard for anybody to figure this out. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Subtlety is not something Rhapsody does. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> I could definitely get that. So she, she keeps catching her eyes and she'll, uh, when she's finished, you know, divvying it up in equal portions for the night, this has to last you a while. 
so she's being uh, very frugal but supplementing it with the berries and the the, the, the greens and she'll uh, pass pass what she can to uh, Akim sets it next to him uh, sits next to you and uh, uh, splits a trail ration with you oh uh, Brasha are you sitting by the fire at all? oh yeah he's probably actually like sprawled out in front of it <laughs> basking? yeah snow's going to melt into your fur and you're just going to get cold again you know Hmm. it's the fastest way to take a bath and I just start cackling at my own joke (laughs) fair enough so uh, I take it this is one of your friends Arkham Uh, yes purveyor of artifacts and raiments and relics Uh, this is Brasha Arkham and I go way back we uh have similar hobbies, shall we say? <laughs> <sighs> Lovely. This if one space pirate was not enough trouble. Pirate is an ugly word. I am not a pirate at all. I find abandoned merchandise and repair it to its former glory. Where have I heard this story before? You mean you find damaged merchandise and and find me to repair it? <laughs> of course not. That would be silly. Why would I go to someone worse at electronics? <laughs> because I don't need to know the electronics to fix things as I'm like rubbing a broken circuit board back to health. <laughs> <laughs> I toss him my laser pistol and go... How about you fix this then? <laughs> There's I spent nothing. ten minutes working on it. I'm like, there doesn't seem to have been any change. <laughs> no, no, keep going. I'm. There's something wrong with it. Uh, Addy, it's never caused tip, problems before. I, I pointed at the tip of your tail. <laughs> I don't have a tail. Oh, oh you don't have a tail? <laughs> no. Oh, uh, okay. Addie, hearing this, she's going to laugh alongside. She's going to uh, pull out her hook sword and net and uh, toss it to Akim. Yes, please, see what you could do with these. And she's just laughing, just having a great time at this. I'm, I'm just going to straight up inspect these. I like, I, I, I honestly took him at his word with the laser pistol, but now this just seems <laughs> That was a 15. Is there anything wrong with them? Nope, they just rolled poorly. <laughs> Uh, these are fine as well. Hand off them my dice. Something's clearly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I've got some of these too. There's nothing I can do. <laughs> He's balanced. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly, as all things should. As the as the sun go- sets completely and the darkness envelops everything, the nighttime wildlife starts to spring up around you uh it's still largely plains but there are cops of trees here and there nighttime predatory birds you can hear swoop uh, you don't hear at all uh, but you do hear calls in the distance uh the stars are just beautiful you are far enough away from any civilization that it's just it's just a gorgeous uh it's like uh pictures from hubble telescope just beautiful nebulae in the sky uh i think triaxis has moons i can't remember the number of them i'm not going to hold myself to it but it's just a beautiful gorgeous night uh crackling campfire and uh the the laughter as uh, akim is inspecting this hook sword and net kind of go out into the night sky and uh we're going to end the episode there we'll pick up uh in the morning
But uh, before we uh, close out and I let everyone go their separate ways, uh, I'd like to thank Eric for joining us Hello. for this adventure. Oh, yeah, my pleasure. Uh, thank you so much. Had a blast. Uh, sorry if it was a little herky-jerky. I've been – work was crazy, and then I needed sleep, and I just – I usually have much more uh, uh, thought out notes and uh, set up for this. So I hope it wasn't too, too disappointing for you, but uh, I got a couple questions to ask you, but first, before we get to that, um, tell me about your tabletop experience. Cause we've been playing for a little bit together and uh, we got you to join us here. How long have you been playing? Um, I think I've been playing for about two years now. Yeah, probably two years. And uh, we play, uh, we are in the, I don't know if middle is the right word, but we are deep into a, a year-long Curse of Strahd campaign on the uh, LCP D&D's Discord server. Uh, yep. That's been fun. That's how I met you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, actually, Tim from LCP D&D uh, is the one that originally got me into it. Um we had like a, a home campaign going for like eight months and then uh, he had a baby and his wife was another one of our players. So mm. it kind of got put on hold and uh, another one of our characters just dropped. So we kind of stopped playing. And then I saw uh, Chris's tweet about the Curse of Strahd and I was like, finally, more <laughs> D&D. Yeah. So, yeah, it was... Uh, that was like the second game I've ever played. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, also, Tracy, uh, you were in that game for a good long while. Um, and you, so I, for, I forget what character you played. You didn't play a paladin. That was Sean's character. No, I played... was, I was a ranger. I was Azeroth. That's right. The ranger. Oh man, we could use a ranger right now. Uh, so yeah, uh, <laughs> at one point, all four of us were in the same D and D game. Uh, you, your character died off. Uh, and then, uh, Sean, uh, well, Sean didn't join after, no, wait, did Sean join? Sean uh, joined about the same time yeah. that I left. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we've, we've been just laughing and giggling to ourselves for about a year now over the Curse of Strahd stuff. Uh, uh, is this your first podcast? <laughs> yep. Oh, fuck yeah. I broke your cherry. Popped your cherry. I know the <laughs> phrase. Uh, I just need to get this out before you do any others. Um, uh, I had a I had a blast uh, building this character with you. Is there any uh, like backstory, any anything you want to reveal about the creation of this? Um, I just wanted to play a smarmy, like someone who you know finds stuff and fixes it up, and like all of his weapons and stuff are like homemade. He's mm -hmm. like put them together from scraps and stuff. Uh, and then since I heard Sean's character is also a scavenger, I figured they've probably run into each other. They've probably made deals. Um, and uh, yeah, absolutely. Was... Cool. Uh, is there anything about the name, Brasha? No. Okay. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's just, totally cool. No, I just thought it sounded good. <laughs> oh, no. I... Eric just Eric just comes up with cool names for his character. Yes, you have quite a few names. Uh, I... I... I don't know if it's maybe it's something in my own head, but do you have a tendency towards tieflings in D and D, or is that just my imagination? Um, no, tieflings are definitely my favorite. Okay, uh, I, uh. I should say that uh, you've already made this character, so you don't have to. But there are tieflings in the Starfinder universe. Um, 
And I actually was thinking about making a... Tieflings have a special name in Pathfinder and Starfinder, right? Because they're planar kind scions. of the same mixes. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about making a planar scion Patra, and then I was like, eh, it might be a little much. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take it uh, easy for my first character. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, and I I don't really know why they decided to call because Path Tracy, you play more Pathfinder than any two people I know. Aren't Tieflings and Asimar, they call them that, right? They don't say planar scion right they are just tieflings yeah and yeah I, I think uh the... now there are specific types too you can be a general type or you can be a descendant of a specific type oh, okay. of demon devil etc etc you know gotcha. it just seemed weird that uh when paizo made starfire they're like look everyone i think it's a it's a common thing people fucking love tieflings but we want to spin it. I don't, it's just a kind of a strange choice in my opinion. To... My interpretation of that though, is that of course, back in the Pathfinder setting, mm -hmm. tieflings are kind of frowned upon and they're way over there. And then uh, I figure by the time you get to Starfinder, they're more integrated, integrated into society. Mm. And so they probably dropped the name that had such negative connotations with it. That makes sense. That's good. Yeah. And so many players made tieflings by this point, all of those PCs have bred so much that they're not like, there's like this thing I see every now and then, like uh, in all caps, people are saying tieflings are very rare. There should only be one in one world. I'm like, okay, cool your jets. Well, they're not, <laughs> they're not quite that rare, but uh -huh. they are rare because a tief tiefling, even breeding with another tiefling, most of the time is going to produce a human child or whatever their other ancestry I see. is. Okay. T uh, so, like, to be born a tiefling, to be born an Azamar, most of these things, um, it's not, it, there can be generations within a family with nothing, and then one of these children pop out. Okay, cool. Good to know. So, uh, you didn't do that. I, I love the Patra as a race. Uh, uh, Sean popped in on uh, uh, text chat said all space pirates apparently have a Khajiit voice and I'm uh, <laughs> homebrewing that like the diaspora the, the asteroid field of the packed worlds that's where a lot of pirate activity happens because uh, it's a uh, very difficult for uh, law enforcement organizations like the stewards or the Navy uh, or uh, Abadar Corps uh, security detail to like root out these things you can't get rid of all pirates so i kind of like i like that there's this pocket of culture where they all just have adopted this kind of uh inflection in their voice which i just i love it so much and i'm excited to explore more uh but that's about all i have uh uh you want to shout out your uh, inst uh your social media stuff no no, no I, you have no, to ask I know him that. the sci-fi yeah, yeah, i'm going to <laughs> before that <laughs> tracy has um... been uh, uh very anxious to get these answers <laughs> So, uh, so before I get to my questions, uh, your social media. Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter as at es underscore patty cake p a t t y c a e k e. Okay, and uh, you are uh, most active on the LCP Discord. So if you aren't on ours, I understand. You definitely want to check out the Hives Discord, where Tracy and Sean uh, uh, rule. And the LCP Discord, where uh, Eric, I see you a lot. So definitely check those guys out. They're very active communities. They're very fun to hang out with and uh, play games with. Uh, you run a game too, Sundays, right? Yes, Sunday nights, uh, nine thirty Eastern time. 
uh, the uh, West Marches style high fantasy goofball of a time. Okay. Uh, awesome. Uh, one of these Sundays, I promise I won't have a podcast to record and I'll jump in and make something really stupid to throw at you. But uh, I, <laughs> so uh, I guess I'll close out with asking the same question I ask all of the guests and uh, people that have joined the podcast. Uh, what is your favorite science fiction property? Uh, I think it would be Titan AE. Oh, fuck yes. Um, I've heard people say that it's not good. And honestly, I haven't watched it in years, so that might technically be no, true. No, I, I watched it, it was... like... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, it's just like one of the first ones I saw. Mm-hmm. And the scene with the Wake Angels yes. was beautiful. Yep. yep. And I... I have watched that scene several times since, and I still love it. Uh, same. And I watched the movie. I remember, I, I don't, the, the memory's always, there. my mom worked at the movie theater when that came out. So I watched it three or four times in theaters, but I love that world. I love uh, the, the music. The cast is all great. I watched it two years ago. It's the, the, the visuals uh, still look good. I mean, people are watching classic Disney movies and saying they're better than anything in the world. So, like, the the, the animation <laughs> is still good. The voices are still great. The music. So, I fucking love yeah. Tiny Nate and I'm so glad someone else does, too. Oh, yeah. I want to watch it again. Uh, <laughs> so, awesome. So, yeah, uh, Tiny Nate definitely, the definitely has the Starfinder uh, diversity of alien races. It's not, and I, Tracy, I love Star Trek more than most humans. But uh, Star Trek aliens kind of run into that thing where it's humans with different foreheads. And I know that's an oversimplification, but what Starfinder and Titan AE do is they like push the envelope. I think that's the phrase of uh, alien uh, biology, the, the, the dredge pure aliens of uh, aliens of pure energy, the tentacle monsters. Uh, It's just, it's just so good. And so you liking Titan AE, I can I'll start to like you know filter in flavors here and there that I maybe wouldn't have bothered with if no one if if no one in the game gets it like my core group if I make Star Trek references or straight up steal from it my core group won't get them <laughs> so and <laughs> while the audience is always in my mind like you know I'm not gonna I I, I tend not to spend the energy to uh, put that in there and now that I know I have this kind of arsenal to draw on definitely expect uh maybe not dredge but definitely expect goon to show up at some point (laughs) (laughs) Goon. yeah and uh for my uh, final question do you have a favorite science fiction or science yeah sci-fi or uh fictional weapon that like you would in in whatever setting you choose that you would love to use as your own have as your own uh it's not so much a weapon but the portal gun from portal um yeah (laughs) i i love that thing so yeah uh fuck yeah portal gun that'd be awesome you have a portal gun (laughs) you have a portal gun uh (laughs) as a buddy now so uh there's uh and it hurts him to use it so you know i kind of have that yeah i have that antagonistic uh, relationship with my friends where oh you're gonna do this cool thing and it hurts you a little bit all right (laughs) so cool uh (laughs) portal guns portal ripper Sean brought that. So cool. We got that covered. Uh, so yeah, we'll finish there. Uh, this will come out in about a month. And now Brasha is my, my, my captive. 
Yes. So he cannot run away. He has to come back. Yes, he is uh, law bound by uh, Rhapsody at this point. So yeah, you are uh, a fugitive uh, under care of a knight lieutenant of the Iomedian Navy. I hope you're uh, prepared for what that entails. <laughs> and also, you don't have a tail. Don't Patra generally have tails, or do you not have a tail? I couldn't. I I couldn't find anything where they actually had them. Mm-hmm. I, I know that he definitely makes references to his tails. <laughs> Okay. Maybe maybe he's like a bobcat and you just can't see it through his clothes. Yeah, you gotta get yeah, he doesn't just show his tail to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know even in this fight I said not in the face or tail. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, he has a lot of those jokes. Awesome. I'm looking forward to hearing more of them. Uh thank you for stopping by and I can't wait to play again. And Dot, Dot, yeah, Sean is helping him build his character for Destris.